Time now for University Showcase, spotlighting the athletic programs at Trebekah University, Tennessee Tech University, and throughout the Ohio Valley Conference. University Showcase is presented by Legends Bank, Tennessee Tech, Trebekah, Delta Dental, Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers, Jackson Boone Racing, Sam's Sports Grill, and Sam's Place. And now, here's your host for University Showcase, Hall of Famer, Greg Poe. Well, the Hall of Famer, Grandpa, is not here today. He is he is out today. He's on the road, and uh, I'm Greg Ruff, sitting in for Greg Pogue today here on University Showcase, and really, really glad to be here. I used to do this a lot more, and uh, always enjoy coming in and sitting and talking to different people from different schools and organizations, and uh, today is not any different. Got Kyle Schwartz coming up here in just a minute from the Ohio Valley Conference. They're going to talk with Trevecca Director of Cross Country and Track and Field, Austin Selby. I happen to know him a little bit. And then uh, Tennessee Tech comes in with Assistant AD for Academic and Student Welfare. Dr. Levita Birdwell will join us uh, throughout the show. And, uh, of course, uh, always glad to be here and sitting in for Greg Pogue, one of my best friends. And, again, he's, uh, he's off today. Just uh, a new grandpa, a new grandpa, and really happy for him and Grace and and uh, and the whole family. So, with that, we'll go to someone who I got to see this summer at the Tennessee Sports Writers Association Hall of Fame induction of Greg Pogue, and that is Kyle Schwartz, who is our first guest here representing the Ohio Valley Conference. Kyle, welcome in. Good morning, Greg. I thought you should have your own special opening there when you fill in instead of the other of them. Well, it's been, it's been it's been a minute or two since I've done it, so I think they I think they deleted that one. They thought I wasn't coming back. <laughs> But uh, what? Just real quickly, because of his connections to the Ohio Valley uh, Conference, the other members of the Tennessee Sports Writers Association who were all connected to the Ohio Valley, talk about that this summer with the uh, with the Tennessee Sports Writers Hall of Fame. Yeah, that was great, to, and to see so many other people there who were there for the event. But when when I heard, uh, you know, first of all, who's going to be in the Hall of Fame? Oh, Greg! Oh, congratulations! And then you know, the other ones were Brad Curley from Austin P, who I worked with for. 13 or 14 years here in my role at the OVC, and then Rob Shabert at Tennessee Tech, who I had also worked to, uh, with for the same amount of time before they both retired. So to have three inductees, two former communications directors at our schools, and then Greg, who obviously has done so much with you know this show, with uh, radio segments we do, with having him on uh, his, uh, his uh, daily show, too, just uh, that, that was a special night. So I'm glad I was able to be there and see so many people to enjoy in, in their success because it's uh it's a when you're when you're a school it's a collective effort too but at a conference you touch so many more people because yeah. you have 11 schools so it means so much to everybody and you know they all said great things about uh, about the OBC too which uh, made it that much more special well I, i've been a, i've been in nashville since uh 1980 and have been a huge fan of the ohio valley conference uh worked uh some of the championships and and a lot a lot of the games individual games at the different schools got to broadcast uh, the OVC tournament uh, a couple of games when it was at Rupp Arena which by the way uh, you and I shared that in being uh, right. Kentuckians I was born in Lexington and uh, you know for me uh, two things that that stand out in my career I got to broadcast at the old Memorial uh, with when I did Vanderbilt women's games and they played uh, Kentucky and they played there at the old Memorial. And then uh, getting to broadcast at Rupp Arena a couple of games was uh, was very special. But uh, I know you're from Kentucky as well and graduated from the University of Kentucky. Is that correct? 
Yes, northeast Kentucky, Slimmingsburg, about an hour from, from Lexington. And then, uh, yeah, I went to Kentucky uh, before starting my career in, uh, in the communications field. What, what attracted you to this profession in particular? That's a great question because in college I had no idea what I was going to do. Same. I was a business a business major, right? Because I thought well, you can do anything with a business major. Exactly. And as it got, yeah, as it got time to like graduate and go into the real world, um, like at Christmas break of my senior year, I sat down with some friends and they didn't know what they wanted to do either. And we're like, well, we like sports. How could we do something in sports? And we sort of spent the whole Christmas break trying to figure that out. And uh, I was. I guess I fell into it, and I was lucky, and I know it's much harder now than it was 25 years ago. I I got an internship uh, in, in, in the field my last semester, and that, like, because you got to have something on your resume, and, and you know, I tell mm-hmm. people now that if you can't get an internship or a job, volunteer, and that's, I didn't know that, and I, I didn't get into the, that part of it, but I got an internship that was on my resume, and then I sent resumes out to every place after I graduated, and I got a, a graduate assistantship at Southeast Missouri State. Uh, for the following year, and that's what that's what set it off. I had no idea that that field existed, <laughs> and I wish I had when I was at Kentucky. And it took about two weeks there, and I was like, this is exactly what I want to do. It, this was meant for me, and that sort of sparked uh, the path I've been on. Well, SEMO's a really good place to, to go into. They've had a lot of really good media people, broadcasters, and everything come through there. So that's actually a really good place to, to, to get your foot in the door, obviously. Brad Kirtley, uh, I think, is from up in that area, yep. too. So uh, that's right. But uh, your your title is OVC Associate Commissioner for Strategic Communications. Now, I know what that is, but tell people who might not know what that is, what it is you do on, on a daily basis. I, I got a whole list here I could throw at them. But what, what do you feel like are the most important things that that you do on behalf of the conference and the school? How much time do we have left in the segment? That's uh, the thing, well, right? <laughs> uh, I'm not good on um, keeping time. So so you, you got the you got the time. I t- I, uh, I tell some people it sounds fancier than what it is, but you know, I've had a couple different titles since I've been here. You know, media relations, and I, the, with the changing landscape that you're well aware of, like in these days, it's just not one thing you do. So uh, we we thought strategic communications kind of really tied in just the profession. So I, if if the, if the listener thinks about you know, a traditional information duty, so we I write press releases, we work on their website, but now you have social media. But it's PR. It's so that could it could be something different every week. There could be media requests. There could be a story we want to get out, a video, a, a social post, whatever. So trying to just you know put the OVC in our schools in the best light possible, sharing our stories. And with us, we I have a director of communications, Jose Garcia, who just started with us, who's been around uh, sports for a long time, and we have a director of creative content, Jamil Taylor, who is fantastic with graphics and video and, and, and social posts. And we have a, a uh, assistant commissioner for digital media who oversees our ESPN plus and broadcast. And so uh, as part of our, our OVC team is not very large, 10, 10, 11 people overall, but the four of us sort of work on that external side and, and try to help do those stories. And the best thing is it's probably, it's different every week. So it's different season to season, fall sports, winter sports, spring sports, um, but you get something new every day, and that, that's partially why I, I like it so much. I would think I'd be bored if I did the exact same things every week. But in this role, and when you're small-staffed, and um, you get to try something new every week, and, and I like that. And, and the thing is, and you said, you said that so well, every, everybody who works in athletic communications would love exactly what you just said because you did just really describe 
what's difficult, what's challenging, and also what's rewarding and what's fun about the job because it is something different every, literally every day, and sometimes different within the same day because you're, right. you're touching on so many different things. But but I, you've you've been in this business for a while now. Um, talk about the changes mm-hmm. that have happened from like say when you got in. I always tell people I had a pager and a fax machine when I started 26 years ago. And now it's, I don't even know what those are. I don't know where they are, but, but it's, it's completely different, isn't it? Yeah. Fax machine was one of them. And my boss at Southeast Missouri was old school and I loved him for that. And, but he taught me all the principles I needed, but to think back about some of those things, we, we had fax on demand yes. for, and for people who didn't know that was, you'd put the box score, your release into this system. And if I was a media member anywhere, I could go in type in the number and it would send me that. Now that's obviously just emailed or posted on a mm-hmm. website. I think that, I think that instantaneous nature, um, it was right a little before me, but I know you would mail your press, your weekly press release out too. And, and so the, the media outlets may not get it, you know, two hours uh, or two days later. Yeah. Now, you know, two minutes after something comes out, they have it. So you just kind of change your focus there, and it changes how you how you approach those things. Um, of course, when when technology and things change, we always joke. You don't get less to do sometimes. You probably have oh. more to do, right? You remember? You, you remember? You, I don't know if you're like me, but when when social media came out, at first I was like, "Oh, this is great," and about. Two weeks into it, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Um, so we're not get, we haven't got rid of any duties, but that's the biggest thing, just the instantaneous. And there's so much of it, and I think one of the challenges sometimes, and you know, in my and and I'm OVC, we have some great communications people, and they're from my age and, and older, and to 22 years old. We have we have young kids too, um, trying to keep track of it all because there's so much content, there's so much news, there's so much information out there just trying to figure out uh, everything uh, that, that we can help promote. Uh, but that would be the instantaneous nature of the business is what's changed the most. What do you, what do you see happening? We, we got just a, a minute or two here. Uh, what, what do you see happening on the landscape of athletic communications in the next year to two years uh, that, that maybe people aren't seeing, that, that aren't in it every day? That's a great question, Greg. I, you know, with media outlets changing, and, and we have some great ones here in Nashville that, that cover our schools and us, uh, I think that's more of it. The school is just going to become more of their own outlet, and they're going to cut – they already do it, but they're going to cut their yeah. own videos, be their own TV station, be their own newspaper. It's just going to be more of that and, and sort of segmented. I, just, I think it just, just keeps going in that direction, and I don't know if that's good or bad, but it will allow some talented people in the field now who are getting into the field um, an opportunity to shine. I think that's what it's what 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 the most important things are. So if, if you're talented out there, be be on the lookout. There, people are hiring, and they definitely want you to to help tell all their great stories. Well, I want you to say uh, congratulations to Jose Garcia. I heard him on on this very program and uh, was very excited for him. He's been I've known him for a long time, but I've gotten to know him really well over the last couple of years. He's been working uh, through the scores table at Treveca mm-hmm. uh, at a lot of our events and just a, a great guy. Our volleyball team loves him, by the way, and very sad to hear. Uh, the, of the people that were sad, they were at the top of the list that he was uh, got the job with the OVC because I know that probably means he doesn't get to work our games and stuff, but uh, he did a great job with our volleyball uh, public address and also soccer and stuff like that. But just a great guy, a great hire for you guys. Genuine, great friend, uh, life of the party. Yes. Everybody in the OVC who did know him, uh, he'd always helped us and worked with us. The rest of the staff already loves him, and, and that's the best thing. And we had had somebody in the role for a long time, and 
when you trans when you transition, it's it's been seamless, and that's the best thing possible. He is Kyle Swartz. He is the OVC Associate Commissioner for Strategic Communications. He's one of the best in the business. We got I got one more. Got one, got one, got one more, got one more minute. So I, got, I get to ask you one more question. Okay, good. T- tell me what's coming up for the OVC that people need to pay attention to uh, and check your website out. Uh, give give yeah, a plug to your website and your social. OVCSports.com and at OVC Sports on our, on our socials. That's a great question. Actually, tonight, um, the, the FCS National Awards Banquet uh, is taking place in Frisco, Texas, because the FCS National Championship game, which is South Dakota State, in Montana is tomorrow on ABC. So if anybody wants to watch that ahead of the Michigan-Washington game on Monday, um, TSU defensive lineman Terrell Allen is a finalist for the Buck Buchanan Award, which is the National Defensive Player of the Year, one of three players. So actually the commissioner and I are flying down there today to go to the awards ceremony tonight. And he's won a couple other Player of the Year awards, and he's been a unanimous uh, consensus All-American. So we think Terrell has a good chance to take home this uh, the, the highest award in the FCS for defensive players. He beat the third OVC player um, to win that. So we're we're all rooting for Terrell to bring home that award tonight. Well, you do a great job, Kyle. Seriously, I, I mean that and uh, been a fan of yours for a long time. But we're going to finish it up here. Thank you very much. Look forward to checking in OVC.com over the next uh, few weeks as you guys get into the basketball championships as well. Thank Thanks, you. Greg. Appreciate right. it. Coming up next, we'll talk with uh, Treveca track and field and cross-country coach Austin Selby, a segment brought to you by Jackson Boone Racing. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Hey, Nashville and Middle Tennessee sports fans. Searching for the perfect place to enjoy great NCAA Division I athletics? Look no further than Tennessee Tech and come make the short trip to Cookville to take in a Golden Eagle sporting event. Check us out more at TTUsports.com, on our social media channels at TTU Golden Eagles, or call 931-372-3940. We can't wait to see you here. Wings up. 
For 25 years, Legends Bank has been more than just a bank. We're a part of the community. Legendary service. Extraordinary people. That's our promise. Since opening our doors in Clarksville in 1998, we've grown alongside you. Nine branches across Middle Tennessee, including Nashville, Brentwood, and Pleasant View. Our journey is defined by the trust and achievements of our customers. As a locally owned community bank, we're proud of our roots and excited about our future. Celebrating 25 years of trust and growth. Not just a bank, part of your community, and together, we're making a difference every day. Legends Bank. Inspiring legends for a quarter of a century. Here's to many more. Do you desire to become a leader who can influence and encourage other employees, students, or clients? Treveca offers a variety of undergraduate and graduate degrees in leadership that are relevant, accessible, affordable, and fully online. You'll gain skills and knowledge to lead in fields such as business, technology, education, ministry, government, and healthcare. Transform your work environment for the good. Call 844-TNU-GRAD or learn more at treveca.edu. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at DeltaDentalTN.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. Welcome in. Greg Ruff sitting in for Grandpa Greg Hogue today on University Showcase. Broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare studios. And it is uh, my pleasure to be here filling in and talking with all of you. And in particular, the guest just got done talking with Kyle Schwartz, the OBC Associate Commissioner for, for Strategic Communications. And uh, love talking with him. And now someone that I'm very familiar with, work with on a consistent basis. He hides from me sometimes. Austin Selby, the uh, Treveca Athlete, excuse me, I, I, I messed up your name. Uh, of all people to mess up your name, I messed up your name. But it is, uh, you are the Treveca Director of Cross Country Track and Field, Austin Selby. Welcome in. Hey, Greg, thanks. It's not that I hide from you. It's my office is in the basement under the gym. They they keep me hidden. I don't hide. And, they hide me. And, and where's my office? <laughs> um, Kind of everywhere. Upstairs yes. in the gym. <laughs> like, it couldn't be more opposite from where I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. We're, we're a long way from each other, and we're in the same building. How about that? There uh, you go. There you go. You have, you have a lot on your plate, and, and when I talk about you to other people, I talk about I don't know how he does it. I do not know how, uh, how you can be a cross-country coach for men and women and then track and field. And, and, and you have to say for the men and women indoor teams and the men and women outdoor teams. You, have, you cannot put those two together in my mind. You can, but – it's two different seasons, and there's two different championships. There's just a lot on your plate, isn't there? Yeah, it's it it is a lot. You know, it's it's you know we tell a lot of people that from the moment me and my staff get in um, in August, so for when athletes are actually showing up uh, until you know early May, late May if there's postseason stuff. But that entire time we are we are in season. There's no off season period because we move from cross into indoor into outdoor and. And, you know, in that time, you're also trying to juggle recruiting as well and building your classes. There's no, there's no, oh, hey, well, we have this, these free open weekends. Let's go, go hang with some recruits or let's go watch the meets. There's no, we have meets of our own. And you got to juggle that along with, with training and keeping up with all the athletes and their academics. You're, 
you're keeping up with athletes that are that are in season with your cross athletes and then you've got your track athletes that are getting ready for the spring at the same time so you got to keep tabs on them it's it is a it is definitely not a one-man job that's why i'm incredibly grateful that we've grown our staff out the way we have with two assistants now and two GAs it, it makes it a slight bit more manageable but with that we grow the team and you know we just keep piling on ourselves which it's a good problem to have <laughs> you keep you you're you're almost your enemy right you keep bringing in more athletes you, you're up to 50 now on and is that that's just track and field right that doesn't count some who just run cross no that that's that's the full squad that, that, okay. that includes right. yeah so that that's everybody but the, the interesting and fun thing is and that I'm most excited about um, is that those track numbers are, are now, at least uh, on the men's side, and we're getting there on the women's, but on the men's side, we have more track athletes than we do cross mm. athletes. And when you're trying to build a competitive track program, you kind of need that. When I first yeah. got here, we were really distance heavy, and it was really my vision to make us a balanced team that can compete across the board at outdoor track championships, as, as well as field good cross-country teams. And, and we are we are getting there. We are we are on that path finally. So it's pretty exciting. Well, one of the big things that can help you get there, and and the university and, and Mark Elliott, our athletic director, and Mariano uh, are trying to work towards is getting a track facility for you guys to practice at on a week in and week out basis. Just talk about where that is, and uh, and and fill people in on that. Yeah, for sure. So I think I think we're almost there. I think I said it this same time last year. Um, <laughs> tucked away in some corner in New York talking to Greg. Yeah. So uh might be a little repetitive, but I think we are just about to get get the ball across the line. Um, you know, we've had a lot of good talks um with the with the people in charge of the property that we're looking to go into and, and refurbish the track on and, and you know, like all all good things, it needs to go through uh several levels of, of bureaucracy and I and I get that. So, you know, I think the university has been incredibly supportive. They are they are lying wait uh, to, to get this thing going. You know, we have things completed such as, you know, all of our equipment that needs to be purchased once the track is built, you know, pole, pole vault uh, apparatus and high jump pads and hurdles, all that. We, ha- we have the invoice. We just haven't signed off on it yet. Um, we even additionally over the Christmas break, we, we sat down and met with a track surfacer. Um, who just happens to be uh, an alum in Trebekah Hall of Famer, um, which is pretty exciting to be working with someone kind of in-house that, that's in that world now. Um, and, well, you go you ahead know, and drop the name. Uh, uh, Mr. Luke Brown yes. um, is is working with said track company, so we're, we're excited. Um, How do you, you know, feel about having a baseball pitcher working on your track and field stuff? You know, uh, about— A lefty he on top this, of that. <laughs> he would say this, too. About about eight years ago, no way, no way. Yeah. But um, over the past couple months, learning that he's in that world and uh, getting his expertise, uh, man, uh, it, he 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 knows the stuff. He knows our sport now, which is exciting. Yeah. Um. Uh, one of the cool things about the company he works with, they have a uh, they have a former 400 meter uh, uh, hurdle world record holder wow. as part of their group. So I mean. You know, knows the stuff. So I mean, we're we we are getting there, and um, you know, I really think. I think this time next year we'll talk about we'll be talking about how pretty that gray and purple track is and how much fun it's been to train on. Well, this year's team. Let's talk about this year's team a little bit. And and I know you're excited about it. I've, I've from your assistants, from you, uh, from some of the track and field athletes. There's some anticipation about this upcoming indoor and in particular outdoor season. Just talk about some of the new people that are coming in first, and we'll get to this, 
some of the old dogs who who, who are coming back. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's really exciting period. Um, you know, like I said, growing that track side out, track track side out. Excuse me. We're uh, we're actually getting ready to in about 35 minutes have the first full team practice uh, together after the break uh, and bringing bringing our distance squad together and our field events together and our sprints together. So excited. Uh, for this whole day, we have a whole event planned for tonight, some, uh, some tibi- trivia competition as well. But, yeah, no, we have some great, you know, on the, on the men's side, some, uh, some new uh, sprinters coming in that we're excited about, some local products, Zion Griffin uh, out of Lebanon. Um, we're really excited to see what he can do. And, and, and what's really been fun is, you know, we're, we're building this, this team and building in these, these new sprinters. And, and we were already getting pretty quick last year. Um, you know, our four-by-one is, is lowering mm-hmm. their time. So, so bringing in guys like Zion, uh, helps um, as well. We also have uh, another guy coming out of Summit, uh, Jaden Hickman. We're pretty excited about a really good hurdler, 400 meter runner. Uh, exciting thing about bringing in more and more 400 meter runners. It means in that four by 400 relay, I don't have to, I don't have to drag my my mostly dead distance runners back into an event <laughs> and try and go really hard again. So that's just part of building that fully balanced team. Uh, so you know, we're really excited to to, to see them uh, coming in and, and what they can contribute. And, you know, on the, on the women's side, excited that we're, we're kind of growing our, our multis um, still, which it's just, you know, from Sydney Burge to, to Hannah Sims and, and, you know, Molly dabbled in it as well. And mm-hmm. we're transitioning Campbell uh, Johnson into the multi this year. Um, we just, as we watched her last year, you know, she scored as a freshman in the jab yeah. at GMAC. So watching her do that, but then just watching her pure athleticism, athleticism um, we are, you know, we, we thought as a staff, hey, you know what, we might need to, we might need to try some other things as well. And she got pretty excited about it. So wow. excited to see what she can do. And she's bringing in a, another freshman from Arizona, apparently Arizona and multi-athletes. Uh, we just, <laughs> we have a thing for Arizona and, and multi-athletes. Uh, Nina Willoughby is coming in and going to jump into the multi as well uh, as a freshman. So really excited to see what some of these freshmen uh, can do. And then, you know, a lot of their contributors are sophomores. You know, I, I think um, I was mentioning uh, yesterday, about half the team are underclassmen, and that's that's just a great place to be in right now as yeah. we grow and, and become more and more competitive. Well, they can uh, continue to get experience, and that's one of the things you, you have been able to offer. But now you're starting to fill out even more with, with that roster. Uh, next couple of folks uh, want, want to talk about, uh, first of all, is, uh, Pablo Martin, who played soccer at Trevecca, but now training with the Spanish national team uh, over the holidays and uh, – has a chance to potentially make their Olympic trials this year. Yeah, no, I mean, Pablo is, Pablo is, he's, you know, when, when we first heard about him, we, we heard he was fast and we sat down and talked with him and turns out he was recruited to come, come to the States and run track or soccer. And he just, he just chose soccer, which, which I, I completely get. I have a huge love for that sport, <laughs> um, but I'm very glad that he is, he has transitioned out of that and runs for us now. And, yeah, he's just he's progressed really well, especially last year under Laura Augustuson, who, who coaches our sprinters. Um, you know, he's he's progressed well, and he caught the eye of of the Spanish national team. And we found out a little late, and he ended the year with an injury, so it wouldn't have worked yeah. out anyway. But he could have he could have run um, in their under twenty three trials, I think, this past past summer. But he just he wasn't in shape to do that. But you know, he got invited to go train with uh, the Spanish national team. Has been doing that for. A couple months now and he's a grad student so his his uh break is a little different than everyone else's so it afforded him the a chance to train with with some big dogs and, and know what it takes to uh to hopefully go this summer and give me a reason to uh 
to go hang out in Madrid for a little bit. Yeah. You know, I, I wouldn't mind if he punched that ticket at all. Absolutely. Uh, another guy that, that I've known a long time, known his family a long time, Lucas Baggett has just, uh, he's as, as any athlete that I've ever seen at Trebekah, he's developed from where he was to where he is now and where he could be this year in particular. Just talk about his progression uh, for you guys in, in track and field. You know, he's, he's, he's a fun story. I love Lucas. Um, and, you know, when we recruited him, we recruited him as a cross athlete. But I remember heading into that, that never happened 2020 spring season for yeah. everybody, you know, high school or college alike. He started talking to me about hurdles. He's like, hey, coach, I want to try the hurdles this, this spring maybe. And I said, oh, well, whatever your high school coach thinks, but I just need you healthy in the fall. And, you know, he'd, he'd send me a few pictures of him going over hurdles, like on the sidewalk out in front of his house. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, was, it, was, it wasn't pretty. Um, and, and to see him transition from coming in as a cross athlete to, you know, dabbling on the track, obviously he's very talented multi-athlete, uh, as well. And, you know, just unfortunately has an, has an injury that it's best we stay away from the multi these days into an excellent 400 meter and 400 hurdle runner. Once again, I got to give a big props out to, uh, Laura Gustafson last season for really helping him progress both in the speed and his technique over the hurdles. And, you know, became the first non-distance runner to get himself on a national qualifying list uh, at Trebekah. And, you know, we're hoping this year that we go from just being on that list to uh, he has big goals for himself. He, he wants to be an All-American. He wants hardware. He, you know, he wants to do big things. And, uh, you know, I think if anyone has, has the drive and will to work, it is, it is Lucas. I, I don't doubt that at all. A uh, couple, of, couple of my favorites, Hamza and Sammy. Are, are not going to run indoor, but they're going to be outdoor. And I know you want to talk about them because of what they've meant to the program and what they'll mean to the outdoor season as well. Yeah, it's going to be, you know, I was thinking about that last night as we're, as, you know, these last few days actually prepping for our first couple trips and just not having those two on the road with us. They've, you know, they, they're, them and, and Lucas kind of are, are some of our last little COVID group, if you will, huh. that have that kind of extended eligibility yeah. and, and, you know, not having them at, at indoor will be weird. We've, we've had them around quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, we're just excited for both uh, Hamza and Sammy to take this time um, of not having to worry about the stress of racing um, and just have a huge base-building period. You know, their plan is to still be around the team uh, throughout the spring. Great great way about how out, indoor-outdoor works is they can still practice with us without competing. So so that's great. Um, so they'll be around. Their leadership will be, will be vital, will be key. You know, our, our our younger kids look to them, you know, so much for, for their experience, what they're familiar with. And, you know, and Hamza's a great time. Hamza loves to cut up and have fun, so <laughs> it's good to have him around. So glad that we'll we'll have him there. And, and Sammy just has a ton of experience and, and a lot, you know, a lot of knowledge to, to, to give out to, to the other runners. So um, really excited to see what they can do at Outdoor after having what they haven't had their, their entire college career. And that's an indoor season where they don't really have to worry about, you know, performing. It's just training and getting ready for, for the outdoor season. So excited to see what that does for those guys. A couple of years ago, right before COVID hit, actually COVID was probably with us. You, you drug me along with you to New York and uh, <laughs> the armory and everything that, that with the track and field team. And that, that has been one of my favorite things ever uh, as part of my job at Treveca. And you guys are going back to New York this year, and you're going back to L.A. Uh, this year, too. You haven't invited me to L.A. yet, but uh, just so you know, if you do, I will try to go. But 
But real quick, let's talk about why that's important. And then we've got about we've got about one minute, so you have to be quick there. And then we need to talk about Caroline Hampton, too. Absolutely, yeah. So New York, we're keeping the tradition alive. We're going up, just doing one meet this year, so shortening the trip by a day. We'll still still get to do all the fun things and, and compete and, and have a good time with the team um, and race against excellent competition, and that's what it's about. And that's why we go to New York. That's why we go to L.A., um, my goodness, in, at, at Brian Clay last year, I mean, you have D1 national champions, you have Olympic medalists, and you have All-Americans across all the divisions and pros and people that you end up watching winning the world championship later on in, in the summer. It's, we go out there so that we can be pushed to run fast, and that's why we're going back. All right, 20 seconds. Talk about Caroline Hampton. What's going on with her uh, as best you can? Give a plug to the podcast she's going to be on. Yeah, Caroline Hampton, uh, or Caroline Cole yes. now, Caroline Cole, um, she uh, qualified for the uh, Marathon Olympic Trials being held in Orlando. In about a, former, a, a former Trojan uh, track and field and cross-country runner. Yes. Uh, at first, uh, Trebekah athlete to punch that NCAA National True. Championship ticket. Um, yeah, so we're excited for her. I bumped into her yesterday. She's feeling fit, feeling ready. Um, who knows? Top three, go to the Olympics. Um so you never know what's going to happen at that at that trials, and we're rooting for her. And uh, she talks all about it this coming Thursday. There's a podcast uh, by Carrie Tolson, former Olympian. It's called See Tolly Run. I'm sure we'll get it out on all our socials yeah. so that people can listen to her. She gives us a shout and everything. So excited for that and for her. That's Austin Selby. He's the Trek Director of Cross Country Track and Field, and we appreciate him joining us. We'll have more. Austin, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Greg. All right. We'll take a break. When we come back, we will talk with Tennessee Tech Assistant AD for Academics and Student Welfare, Dr. LaVita Birdwell. You're listening to University Showcase on WNSR. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Hey, Nashville and Middle Tennessee sports fans. Searching for the perfect place to enjoy great NCAA Division I athletics? Look no further than Tennessee Tech and come make the short trip to Cookville to take in a Golden Eagle sporting event. Check us out more at TTUsports.com, on our social media channels at TTU Golden Eagles, or call 931-372-3940. We can't wait to see you here. Wings up. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at deltadentaltn.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. 
Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Do you desire to become a leader who can influence and encourage other employees, students, or clients? Treveca offers a variety of undergraduate and graduate degrees in leadership that are relevant, accessible, affordable, and fully online. You'll gain skills and knowledge to lead in fields such as business, technology, education, ministry, government, and healthcare. Transform your work environment for the good. Call 844-TNU-GRAD or learn more at treveca.edu. For 25 years, Legends Bank has been more than just a bank. We're a part of the community. Legendary service. Extraordinary people. That's our promise. Since opening our doors in Clarksville in 1998, we've grown alongside you. Nine branches across Middle Tennessee, including Nashville, Brentwood, and Pleasant View. Our journey is defined by the trust and achievements of our customers. As a locally owned community bank, we're proud of our roots and excited about our future. Celebrating 25 years of trust and growth. Not just a bank, part of your community, and together, we're making a difference every day. Legends Bank. Inspiring legends for a quarter of a century here's to many more are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement look no further than sam's place and sam's sports grill the ultimate destination for great food fantastic drinks and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 tvs at every location sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast from their friendly staff to awesome kids menu they've got something for everyone online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you at sam's the game is always on and the fun never stops Welcome in, Greg Ruff sitting in for Greg Pogue on University Showcase, broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare Studios right here in Nashville, Tennessee. And it is my pleasure to host this show uh, for you guys this week. And uh, already had two terrific guests. And now Dr. Levita Birdwell joins us, the Assistant Athletic Director for Academics and Student Athlete Welfare at Tennessee Tech up in Cookville. And welcome in, uh, Dr. Birdwell. Good morning. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me. I I, I read your bio and then got, <laughs> got some talking points. You have the most intriguing bio of anyone I think I've ever read before. Just because of the, oh, really? when, I, when I read through what you've done, you might not put those things together to do the job that you're doing now. But when I, when I thought about it, I was like, no, she's actually perfectly prepared <laughs> to do exactly what you're doing because you have touched in – two specific areas in athletics that are non-playing, non-coaching, that are very vital to athletics and becoming more and more important at sure. athletic uh, athletic departments. Just talk a little bit about what you do and, and, uh, and how you got where you are. Yeah, absolutely. So I am blessed to uh, be the Assistant Athletics Director for Academics and Student Athlete Welfare at Tennessee Tech. And, and, you know, I grew up playing sports at a really, really small school so I'm from Red Bull and Springs Tennessee which is tea tiny um, yes it is real quickly is real quickly I I uh I used to do a high school football show scoreboard yes. show and I loved 
getting to the Red Bowling Springs. I loved saying that. Now they didn't win a whole lot back then when I was doing it, but I know, I know, I know they win more now. Yeah, they did. They did very well this past year, so I was very proud of them. Uh, but I think, honestly, I think coming from a small school like Red Bull and Springs really helped me because I was involved in everything. Yeah. Right? So I played volleyball. I played softball. I played basketball. I was on the yearbook committee. I was on, you know, all of the things. And so I think that really, you know, when you're when you're 16 or 18, you don't see that. But looking back now, I think it did help prepare me to, um, you know, have a career that's very dynamic, very fast-paced, you know, no day is ever the same. Um, And so I think that did, that really did help me more than I realized, certainly at the time. Um, But for now, what I get the privilege of doing is working with um, roughly 380 or so student-athletes every year. And with an ultimate goal, we tell every student-athlete that comes to Tennessee Tech campus that we want every student-athlete to graduate with a degree in one hand and championship rings on the other. Wow. Um, And so that is truly what we are trying to accomplish with every single student-athlete that comes to our campus. Um, And so I'm blessed to be able to be a part of really both sides of those. Um, I'm the cheerleader on the athletic side, certainly. And then on the hmm. academic side, just giving them that support that they need to be successful in the classroom. Well, it's real. I, w- I work in athletics. I'm uh, athletic communications at, at Trevecca Nazarene University. Yeah. And so I see this and, and it's really important now. Like like when I was in school, I know you're, you're a little bit younger than me, but even when you were in school, it might have been a little bit different. Now they have so many things pulling on their time. Oh, and and the expectations are, and here, here's the thing, maybe one day, long time ago, athletes weren't expected to go to class. They are now. <laughs> there, there's there's, there's no exception. They go to class, and, and what has become apparent throughout athletics is today, the culture is, I don't care whether you're at Tech or Trevecca or Lipscomb or Belmont or University of Tennessee, sure. the athletes, generally speaking, have a higher grade point average than the, the, the non-athletic student body. Absolutely. That's 100% true, 100% true. And that's that's um, because of people like you thing. that help support them and help them learn to manage their time. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it, it, it's, it's been unique to watch the transition of, of my job. So I became the assistant athletic instructor in 2018. Um, and, again, it's a very fluid world. You know this. Working mm-hmm. in college athletics, there's changes all the time. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that I think is unique that a lot of people maybe do not think about is that at the end of the day, these are, they truly are, they're young adults yeah. and they have real problems and they yes. have real stresses and real concerns. And so, yes, certainly we're going to, you know, we're going to focus on making sure we're doing things correctly academically, but you know, a lot of times they just need somebody They're you know, a lot of times they're hours and hours away from home, from family, mm. from parents. They need somebody that they can lean on when they do have some bad days and some bad times. And, and that's something that I think has really, the, the landscape of that has changed and what our role is. I'm not a licensed counselor and I tell them <laughs> that up front, but we do a whole lot of listening in our area and our office yeah. space. Um, just to just to, so that they have somebody that they feel like they can come talk to, 
some of them are going to do that to coaches, and that's great. But sometimes they just need somebody out of their sport that they can come talk to and, and feel like they can, you know, just get some support. And so that's been a unique kind of addition to the role that has been really great um, in, in what we do. And I think that's uh, that's what makes it even more important is being able to Absolutely. be there for them because, again, they, they have so many draws on their time that they, yeah. you know, they, they have, they need somebody in the building in their life exactly. that they can just slide to and talk to. And sometimes it's not even anything, but just how's your day going? And uh, exactly. sometimes that means everything, everything's been smiling and, and all they give them heads up, whatever it may be uh, to do that. Uh, you worked in, talk about how you work because you've worked on the business side of things. Yeah. Raising absolutely. money. Getting and doing marketing, you have a degree in business, but also is specializing in marketing. Talk about Correct. that role and maybe how it's helped you in your current role. Oh, absolutely. So my undergraduate degree was in marketing, uh, and and I'm I'm very upfront with telling people kind of how I got there. Um, I, I you know again Rebel and Springs, we didn't talk a whole lot about college and majors and those kinds of things, and so I did my own research. And I landed on marketing because I'm not a big math girl. I don't love math, and I really like to talk. So hmm. um, if that's not a good enough reason to pick a major, I don't I don't know what is. <laughs> but, yeah, so undergraduate in marketing, and my junior year of, of undergrad, I did an internship with a local radio station. And, and so I'm a big, big advocate of internships. I think they are critically important for all students. Um, but I tell our student athletes all the time, you really want to set yourself apart. You want to, you know, propel, get your resume looking really good. Let's do an internship. We can make that happen. And so I'm a big advocate of internships. Did an internship at radio station and then uh, met a lady there who came to work at Tech. Was blessed to be her graduate assistant in marketing. So I did mm. that for two years. Um, kind of did a few other things in between there, but then ultimately was able to come back and be the director of corporate sales and marketing for athletics. Uh, for almost five years. And so I think that helped me in a lot of different ways. It obviously helped me with my networking and my, you know, uh, relationship building within the community. Because at the end of the day, you know, college athletics is really as good as your relationships with your community members. And so to have built those early on, and now I have, now I'm kind of the middleman in trying to help build relationships between our current student athletes and our current business owners that I've met and known and try to help get them internships or try to help them get jobs when they, you know, or you know, uh, we're always getting calls saying, Hey, we've got something coming up. Do you have any student athletes that could volunteer for that? Yes, absolutely. Um, we want our student athletes out into the community because the community supports us and that's a way that we can give back to them. And so using that to kind of build those relationships has been critically, critically important. And then I'm also able to still use my marketing degree mm -hmm. because I'm highly involved in recruiting visits. Oh. Um, and so, you know, every, you know, if there's student athletes that come to our campus, every team does a really good job of involving us in academics in those recruiting visits. And so, yes, I'm going to tell them the resources they're going to get from an academic perspective, but it gives me a chance to kind of sell a place that is so dear to my heart and that I love. So I always tell people recruiting visits are very easy for me because I just get to talk about the thing that I love the most. So. That's, that's really, that's really, really good. We're talking with Dr. LaVita Birdwell. She is with Tennessee tech 
Assistant AD for Academics and Student Welfare, and uh, really glad to have you on uh, today. I want to continue talking about some of these things that you do that that are in athletics, but also tied to your to your past and to your history, and which make you great for and and the unique background that you have. But one of the things that uh, you talked about earlier, and I kind of want to go back to it because I, I meant I meant to touch on this too, because you talked about the goal is for them to graduate um, at the end of their career and have mm-hmm. a championship in one hand. But but that's there's a test for that with the NCAA. They have a lot of tests, and one of those it tests is, is the uh, the NCAA graduation success rate. Mm-hmm. And Tennessee Tech has passed that very well <laughs> over the last yeah, several years. You had an 88, which is like your second best that you've ever had, 89. That's that's right. really difficult to get an 88, 89, somewhere in that range at any school, but much less a place like Tennessee Tech that has such a high academic standard. Talk about that and how proud you guys are of that. Absolutely. Again, that's, you know, that's our goal, and that's what we tell them when they come in is to graduate. We know that here's what I tell our student athletes all the time. If you want to continue your athletic career after you leave Tennessee tech, I will be your biggest supporter of that. And I hope and pray that that is exactly what you get to do. If it is what you want to do, but statistics tell me data tells me (laughs) that the numbers of that is very low. And so let's take advantage of the opportunity that we have. That's right here in front of us to get a really good well-known, well-respected degree while we're doing the thing that we love the most. Um, even the most successful student athletes or athletes that we have, that we watch, you know, every Sunday, that career is going to end eventually. And they, you know, if, if they've been very successful and they've managed their money well, they might not have to ever get another job. Um but the reality is, is that happens very, 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 um, not often. So, um, taking advantage of the opportunity that they have to get the degree while they're here is critically, critically important. Um, now, obviously, again, you work in college athletics, so you know this, but the landscape of college athletics is ever changing. Yes. Um, the transfer portal. Um, I think I have a love-hate relationship with that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> that, that's speaking personally. Yeah. Um, but it is ever-changing. Um, again, I, I'm a big data girl. I'm a statistics girl. Data tells us that every time, you know, a student transfers, the, the likelihood of them graduating goes down, mm. um, or at least the likelihood of them graduating within a certain four, four-and-a-half-year time frame certainly expands. Um, and so – you know, I think that that is a that's truly in in my role. That's a concern of mine, um, because again, I want to see these students graduate. Because I think if they've got the degree under their belt, then that's just that is just something else they have in their ammo to help them be successful. Because at the end of the day, we want them to be you know good mothers and fathers and husbands and wives and, and contribute to their communities. And, and part of doing that is, is to get that degree. I think that's one of those critical steps for them. Dr. LaVita Birdwell, lots of wisdom here today. I'll tell you that real quickly, <laughs> just, you. just to wrap, we've got about 30 seconds here. Sure. Talk about this one. Uh, you're involved with the TWSAA football state championship steering committee. That's been up there 
in Cookville. Uh-huh. And just talk about your role there and how in the world did you get involved in that? Oh, my goodness. Well, it was kind of a hands-on um, for everybody in the athletics department pretty much. Um, but I actually had a really cool role. I got to work in the coaches' tent. So I got to work with um, the TACA folks and all of the uh, high school football coaches as well as all the college football coaches that were there recruiting. And so, again, it was just kind of that hospitality, that warm welcome, that smiling face when they came to Cookville to kind of welcome them. And, and it was amazing how many people I met through doing that when we hosted the tournament here in Cookville. Um, and we're hopeful that we'll be able to bring that back again soon. And hopefully I'll get to resume my role as the uh, coach's tent ambassador, I guess you could say. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us today on University Showcase. Dr. Levita Birdwell, the Tennessee Tech Assistant AD for Academics and Student Welfare. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a great day. All right, you too. We're going to take a break here, broadcasting live from the Strike and Spare Studios, University Showcase on Nashville Sports Radio. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. For 25 years, Legends Bank has been more than just a bank. We're a part of the community. Legendary service. Extraordinary people. That's our promise. Since opening our doors in Clarksville in 1998, we've grown alongside you. Nine branches across Middle Tennessee, including Nashville, Brentwood, and Pleasant View. Our journey is defined by the trust and achievements of our customers. As a locally owned community bank, we're proud of our roots and excited about our future. Celebrating 25 years of trust and growth. Not just a bank, part of your community, and together we're making a difference every day. Legends Bank. Inspiring legends for a quarter of a century. Here's to many more. Do you desire to become a leader who can influence and encourage other employees, students, or clients? Treveca offers a variety of undergraduate and graduate degrees in leadership that are relevant, accessible, affordable, and fully online. You'll gain skills and knowledge to lead in fields such as business, technology, education, ministry, government, and healthcare. Transform your work environment for the good. Call 844-TNU-GRAD or learn more at treveca.edu. Winning teams continually refine and add to their game plan. Just take a peek inside the Delta Dental Playbook. In addition to dental plans, Delta Dental now offers Delta Vision, a vision plan that you can add on to your dental plan for a little more than $8 a month. Eight bucks. The same math as a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Check them out at DeltaDentalTN.com. Delta Dental. They put the C in Tennessee. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com. Or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. 
When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Hey, Nashville and Middle Tennessee sports fans. Searching for the perfect place to enjoy great NCAA Division I athletics? Look no further than Tennessee Tech and come make the short trip to Cookville to take in a Golden Eagle sporting event. Check us out more at ttusports.com, on our social media channels at TTU Golden Eagles, or call 931-372-3940. We can't wait to see you here. Wings up. Greg Gruff sitting in for Greg Pogue today. Grandpa Pogue is off today. He's got some basketball. He's up at Moorhead State where he's broadcasting Tennessee State basketball today. I want to thank Will Brown for getting me through this, driving me through this, uh, filling in today on University Showcase. It's always an honor to be here and do it. Get to talk to three really uh, cool people at three different institutions every time. It's just a really a great show that uh, Pogue put together years ago, and uh, Turek has been happy to be a part of those. Uh, but he'll be on the air with TSU basketball. Does he? He doesn't do the women's game, does he? So it's a uh, it's a doubleheader today. Doubleheader with them with them being on the road. So yes, yes. he will do the women's oh. game today. Uh, pre-game double duty. Double duty. You know, Greg's cool with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's all about everyone hearing him. He's, he's he he works hard. He does. Oh, I love. And Greg. he'll tell you he does. He does. <laughs> <laughs> that he will. That I, he will. See, most every week he takes a shot at me. On this show, it, it's getting, and then during the week, sometimes, occasionally. So yeah. my, my opportunity, I, I took one shot at him, right? That's you got it. about 117 more to go. <laughs> but he's at Moorhead State today. He got a doubleheader starting at noon, 11:45 for pregame, and then men to follow there. And uh, so catch that. OVC, you want to know what's going on in the OVC? Kyle Schwartz and the team does a great job there. Jose, go to OVC.com. And check them out. You'll get their basketball schedule. Get all their spring sports schedules. Which, by the way, spring sports is coming up in OVC in, in a minute. Yeah, like, they're very competitive in the spring. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Very absolutely. competitive. Absolutely. Uh, their softball championships are unreal. Uh, just have, having having experienced that in in the past. I, I work at Trevecca. I'm the uh, director of athletic communications. We have basketball this afternoon. We have got all kinds of stuff coming up. You can get. More about Trevec Athletics at tnewsports.com. Actually, tnewtrojans.com is where you need to go uh, for that. And we'll have, and you can get the links to our basketball games today. Both our basketball teams are having a great year this year. Karen Booker, Karen Carroll have done a great job this year. Men are in first place, the only undefeated team in the great Midwest. Women have a couple losses, but one of their losses was number two, Ashland, by four points the other night. Yeah, that the is undefeated a- national champion, by the way. Yeah, the really good team on the D2 level, but I, you know, it's going to be it's, it's going to be really fun watching Trebek this year. I know you guys only won what one two games last only year on the men's, games side, last year. on men's side, so And they're 9 and 3 now undefeated in the league 4-0. That should tell you something. A lot of fun. And we have games today at 1 and 3 over the Trojan Fieldhouse. Will, thank you for uh getting me through this. And to Craig Pogue, I hope you uh rest your voice well for the doubleheader today and he'll be back with you next week, so drive it on in. I'm Greg Ruff. This is University Showcase on Nashville Sports Radio.